This message is brought to you by Living Faith Church. You can find us on the web at livingbyfaith.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the School of Word and Worship. I've invited Heather Craig to come in with me tonight. And actually, we're going to share some time together and with you and have a chat. And the topic of the chat, are you ready for this, is the intention of surprise. Mm. Okay, think about that one. I think we're going to probably chat about a lot of things tonight that you can take to the bank for life every day. And especially at times like this, where there's so much uncertainty on the planet, there's Mm. so much going on and and all of the stuff in the pandemic and and other things affect us personally. And then our lives unfold in the mix of everybody else's emotions and feelings, as well as our own emotions and feelings with the situation Mm -hmm. and our emotions and feelings towards everybody else's emotions (laughs) and feelings. So there's a lot going on right now. A lot of emotions and feelings. There's a lot. It's kind of like when a storm brews and, you know, it starts out as just one little rain cloud. And then before you know it, the sky is gray and black and and bolts of lightning and sounds of thunder. And so here we are at So on Wednesday night. And so um, we really want to approach it from the standpoint that nothing shocks God. Okay. Yeah. The, the awesome thing about walking with God and living in the truth is that he is not shocked. In fact, he's never caught off guard by anything. And because of that truth, we can rest in, even in the midst of our own personal shock, (laughs) Mm -hmm. we can bring it on down and say, okay, this didn't surprise you, God. And you've got some purpose and intention in how you want to minister to me so that I can grow in the midst of a creepy situation. Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. And uh, a key phrase that I want to kind of embellish on and hear what you have to say is the, the truth that God's not caught off guard Mm. because I know that you have a heart, Heather, for intercession and, and for prayer, particularly for the nation, but across the board, Mm -hmm. I've been involved with you in prayer for a long time. And I think even that, that sometimes our response to what's going on can cause us to pray a way that is actually, you know, the right now prayer, like what we think should be happening. And it's really more our emotional response to a situation than the wisdom or guidance of God Mm. in how to use our authority. So do Mm. you have any thoughts on that, that God's not caught off guard? So Mm -hmm. even how he built each one of us can be used by him to be beneficial to us, but also to the situation. Yeah. Um, I think we have, we have situations in our lives all the time. And then even, even when we're talking about intercessory prayer, we pray for other people, you know, we pray for a nation, we pray for other people, we pray for the church, um, we pray for all sorts of things. And, um, yeah, I think it's, it, it is easy to get caught up in our personal emotions, no matter what the situation is. Um, and you really kind of have to step back and go, okay, God, let me have your perspective on this. <clears throat> and what are your words that yeah. you want spoken out during this time? And that's why that I always go back to praying in tongues. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but it's so valuable yeah. and it's so yeah. powerful because no matter what we're feeling about a situation yeah. personally, 
um, when we pray in the spirit, it bypasses all of our thinking and we're praying God's direct words into the situation and we're praying his direct heart into the situation. And so we know we're being effective because, um, because it's him and our emotions aren't involved in it. Right. And then even the more we, we pray in the spirit, the more we get, what does he want me to say and yeah. speak over the situation and declare? And so for me, I put such a huge value on the power of the Holy Spirit right. and, and praying in the spirit because it, that's that's in essence, it just bypasses everything I think about and everything I feel about a situation. And it gets me in the perspective of God. And I, I like to get kind of like, um, I personally like to imagine myself like flying high with the Eagles. You know, I've always wanted to hang glide. And so one day I will hang glide, but you know, I always imagine myself flying high above the Mm -hmm. circumstances and situations. And when you get into that kind of an atmosphere, it's peaceful. I mean, there's, there's nothing I can imagine that is peaceful right? because there's no, um, you're just up in the, literally free falling, you know, or flying or whatever. And so it's peaceful. And, and that just picturing that for me helps me go, okay, this is, I can imagine I'm like in this place with you, God, and looking down upon the situation rather than looking at maybe a mountain in front of us. And so we look down on the situation from God's point of view and get his perspective and his in his words. And it's interesting because on Sunday, when I did the offering for the Sunday mm-hmm. service we did online, it's when, when Jesus blessed the uh, five loaves and two fish, mm. the word says that he looked up and it was so, I've never, mm. I've never looked up, the word looked up. <laughs> yeah. But when I did in the Greek, it actually means to get a new perspective, to get the correct perspective. Oh, I like that. So when he blessed it, he looked he looked up and, you know, for us, we'd probably picture, oh, he looked up and did this. And maybe he did. But the power of it was that he was going, let me get your perspective, God, because this isn't two yeah. fish and five mm-hmm. loaves of bread. Mm-hmm. This is you doing a supernatural work to feed all these people and, and mm-hmm. to, to yeah. do something. And so mm-hmm. I think, again, that's part of the power of getting yeah. his perspective on things. Yeah. And, and so, you know, when I pray in the spirit, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm like, okay, God, what's your perspective? Mm-hmm. Whether it be praying for healing for someone or whether it be praying for what's happening in our nation or whether it be praying for the church or a personal situation or right. whatever. Yeah. I like that because even you brought up the aspect of praying in tongues and I want to capitalize on that because I think we're, we're in, in, in the school, we're in a module on worship Mm -hmm. and prayer. Mm -hmm. And I think so often we have, we have an idea of how to use tongues, how Mm -hmm. to use praying in tongues with respect to prayer and with respect to worship. And so we have it in our neat little box Mm -hmm. of this is what it'll look like when I'm singing in the spirit. This is what it'll look like when I pray in the spirit. Mm -hmm. And so we, we kind of reduce it rather than like you said, using it from the standpoint of getting a different perspective, because I find that as I mature in truth and progressively, it's been this going on for well nearly 30 years that I've been baptized in the spirit. And so, I can be maybe hanging around my house putzing and get a thought maybe and not sort of pray like we would think, okay, I'm going to stop now and pray, Mm -hmm. but I'll speak in the spirit. I'll speak in tongues. I'll not know exactly, you know, what thought to take Mm -hmm. on that situation. And so I just speak in tongues. And I think 
like you said, if we can get a picture that it is like flying above a situation, Mm -hmm. because even in other places in scripture where it speaks of looking up, Mm -hmm. it's speaking of lifting your sights to the higher authority, Yes, lifting your sights to step into the realm where actually your authority in God now is in operation. Yes. And that's kind of cool. So Mm -hmm. I think even in looking at God's intention in a surprise, obviously Mm. things, creepy stuff that go on on the planet or Mm -hmm. in our lives personally, he didn't bring it. He didn't bring it. But this is the beauty of God being omniscient and having foresight Mm -hmm. is that he knows everything that's going to transpire in our lives. So along the path of our lives, he can train us. I think about this a lot. You know, even I've, I was raised on a scripture that you never find yourself in a place of temptation where you're not well able to handle it. Mm. And so I've even studied out the words with that. And, and you, you're not really and truly, we never find ourselves in a situation where there's not help right at hand. Mm. Either he's taught us something that already lives in us or Holy Spirit is right there to guide us and teach us on the spot. Mm -hmm. And so even that, though God didn't bring things, a lot of things, Mm -hmm. and he's not caught off guard, that's such a benefit to us. Mm -hmm. So I think tongues even, and, and we would encourage you, if you're baptized in the Spirit, Talk to the Father about, okay, how else can I use my heavenly language, my spiritual language? Let God teach you what is there within this capacity that maybe I've never explored. Mm -hmm. I mean, even Heather's picture of flying above a situation and actually looking down on it with a vantage point that's, you know, panoramic. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we have cameras that have panoramic things that can actually take the mm-hmm. broader picture. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I was thinking about, and I, it'll flow right into is I said, you know, because God's not caught off guard, he has benefit for us. He can take a creepy situation mm-hmm. and that situation, even though we don't want it to happen, can become beneficial to our lives. Mm-hmm. And so um, I want to go to James one. You ready to go Do to it. James one? Yeah, I'm there. Okay, so this is James 1, verses 2 to 4 in the Passion Translation. My fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs a power within you to endure all things. That's crazy. Yeah. And then as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection, which is just maturity, into every part of your being until there is nothing missing and nothing lacking. To me, that is, it's reassuring. Now, that's not to say, I mean, I'm just like anybody else. Heather's just like anybody else. You find yourself in a creepy situation. You know it's not of God. But in that moment, to to lean into him, to lean into to what, okay, God, what do you have to say about this? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I literally, I get a picture of, well, I might even say it like, really, Jesus? Really? How, you know, sometimes we think, how did this situation enter my life? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, religion mm-hmm. would make us feel like, I mean, like icky religion, legalistic religion would maybe make us feel like, okay, where did I let my guard down? Right. Where was I naughty? Yeah. Where did I mishandle things? <clears throat> and that doesn't, if God wants to tell us a place where maybe we were lacking a little bit, he's not doing it to make us feel yuck. He's not doing it to um, 
diss us or to shame us. He's doing it to help us lift our sights. Okay, Kathy, yeah, that happened. But let's lift your sights. How can I use a mistake for your betterment? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because um, I saw just this morning, I saw someone posted this on Facebook and it says someone took that same situation you've been complaining about and won with it. Yeah. And I'm like, that fits so much into this conversation today yeah. because yeah. that's, um, you know, our our entire relationship with God and building our faith, which is our trust in him, is for situations like that, that come into our lives that we go, how in the world did I end up here? Right. And, um, but no matter what it is, he's enabled us to take the situation and yeah. win with it no matter what. Yeah. And, and so, you know, the, the Bible is full of, of stories, but they're real life stories. I think sometimes, like we were talking yesterday, I think sometimes we, we tend to look at stories as history when actually we're living the same types of things they lived. Yeah, that's good. Back like that. in the Bible days, you uh-huh. know, when you're talking about Joseph yeah, and he had this dream that was completely from God, totally, but he released it too soon <laughs> yeah. to the wrong people. He was bragging. He was bragging about it. His attitude wasn't <laughs> yeah. right, but it was from God. It was totally from God. However, he misused right. the timing of it mm-hmm. and how he used it. And he ends up getting his own brothers yeah. sold him into slavery. Yeah. And so, I mean, wow, you talk about being dissed. Exactly. And so then he's probably taking the situation going, how did I end up like we do in our life? How did I end up here? What in the world? This is not what you just told me. And yet through his relationship with God in that situation, God promoted him throughout the whole course of it. Mm -hmm. And his dream actually did end up coming true, but it wasn't the timing and it wasn't the process that he thought it was going to be, but yet God was doing it the entire time. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like he took a situation just like this quote said, and he won with it. It may not have been the intention, the way that he thought he was going to win with it, but he won with it because he was with God the whole time. Right. So, um, yeah, I think that we have the same situations in our lives that come up, whether it be health or financial or family situations or whatever. And we go, how did this happen? And -hmm. and what do I do with this now? You know, But no matter what, we always win with it if we're if we're yeah. siding with God and if we're seeking Him and if we just follow we follow Him step by step right. through the process, so to speak, through how He's guiding us each step of the way. Yeah, that's why yeah. I love Pastor Barry's license plate. Always said, "Born to uh, win," yeah. because we truly are born <clears throat> to win. We cannot lose unless we allow ourselves to lose. Yeah, that's a good perspective because that. If we can realize God is the original opportunist, I mean, if, if you look at, here's this brilliant creator mm-hmm. who releases a magnificent world for us to live in and that we would govern it and mm-hmm. have all the benefits of it and, and act like him, mm-hmm. be creative, be powerful, have authority. And so 
in his foresight, he saw everything because he, scripture says that Jesus was crucified for us before the foundation of the world. So before God even mm-hmm. opened himself and communicated, let there be light, um, he already saw everything. Mm-hmm. And so he's such a brilliant opportunist that he took the opportunity to bring good even through man's evil, kooky, misguided ways mm-hmm. so that you actually can always win. And I was thinking when you were talking about sometimes situations in our lives are because we've made a mistake or or maybe we're misguided or wh- whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Or it could be that someone else's mistake mm-hmm. affects us personally. Absolutely. And yet even in that, if we're not judgmental, if we're observant and we take the perspective to have the panoramic view mm-hmm. from God's heart, from God's love, from God's non-judgmental. Like he doesn't say, well, it's not a wrong thing. Mm -hmm. He just shows us, okay, how do you handle this? So if we, because we're in his image, we can be opportunists too. Mm -hmm. So even if someone else's or even a nation or a government official's choices affect us personally, we can look at the whole situation and say, okay, God, how can I actually benefit from this? And if I benefit, then I'm going to benefit outward. Mm -hmm. I think this is the thing that for me, just it's not a judgment, it's an observation, but I think we as the church often are far too legalistic and far too judgmental on everything that's going on around us. Mm-hmm. And I think if we would look at it, and it's not to say we don't recognize when a situation is misguided or wrong, mm-hmm. but when we look at that and say, okay, God, you knew you're not caught off guard. Mm-hmm. You knew this would transpire in our nation or on this planet. Mm-hmm. What's my part? in taking advantage of what the enemy meant to destroy, right? what's my part in bringing life? Mm -hmm. Because the beginning of my part is to have a different perspective, to Mm -hmm. let God change my viewpoint. I think this is the power of the word of God working inside of us. You know, in Hebrews, it says that the word of God is sharp and powerful and it can divide between the soul and the spirit. Mm -hmm. And I think the cool thing for me is that there's sometimes that my soul I've got some opinions. I mean, anybody that knows me and some of you know me really well, I've got opinions on everything, <laughs> everything. We all do. And there's probably not one person on the planet that I agree with 100%. Right. Not to mean that there's disagreement like division, mm-hmm. but we just see things differently. Mm-hmm. But if I can literally, okay, don't judge the situation just from my perspective, but get some other input. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bible also says in Proverbs, in, in multitude of counselors, mm-hmm. there's wisdom. Mm-hmm. So I think even that, to that you look at somebody else's, that's where you got to pray in tongues. Yeah. You look at, okay, <laughs> this person was cuckoo and now it affects me. Yeah. Okay. If you cannot say something nice at that point, shamatata. Yeah. I mean, pray in tongues, speak in the spirit, take a deep breath. It's like when, when our parents raised us and said, if you can't say something nice, don't say mm. anything at all right now. Mm. And I think, honestly, humans have to learn that because once the words come out, we've influenced mm. either with with light and goodness or we've influenced with negativity mm. and judgment. Mm. Mm. So I think I think God is an opportunist. Mm-hmm. Think think about that one. I know when, when you would um, take people out and do evangelism, mm-hmm. you ended up in all kinds of situations with opportunity. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And some mm-hmm. people, not everybody was lovable and nice, right? Uh, no, not everybody was. 
Not everybody was. The interesting thing is the vast majority of people, if you say, hey, can I pray with you about something? They say yes. Opportunity. And, and, but you would never know if you didn't ask. Right. Um, and then, there, of course, there were always some people that were like, you know, no. I don't really remember a time where anybody had an attitude or something like that. But, you know, some people are like, no, they think it's weird. Mm-hmm. They think you're crazy, whatever, and that's fine. But, yeah, I think that, um, you know, even in our day-to-day lives— um, God will take advantage of any opportunity we allow him to take advantage right. of because we have the ability to turn off or on. Um, if, we're, if we're always like in a place where we're, we're hearing from him or we allow ourselves to hear from him, we're not preoccupied. Like one of my things is I'm a list person and I have things I do every day. And so right. it's like if I sit out with a list of errands I need to run, I get caught up. Okay, I've got this done. I've got this done. I'm going here next and da 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 And it's easy for me to get caught up in that kind of a thing because I'm trying to complete what I need to get done for the day. Um, and so I completely, I've got like tunnel vision and this is what I'm going to do. Whereas what I've had to do is train myself and sometimes I'm still training myself. So when I'm completing my list and I'm running into Walmart to keep my eyes and ears open, is there somebody you want to be, you want to minister to? Is there something I can say to somebody today that's going to minister life to them or peace or, or anything like that? Um, it's just really easy in the day and age that we live in to get caught up in our own thing that we're doing. Um, but there's so many opportunities around us Mm. that we, that can turn into an opportunity to minister to people or just bless people or, you know, just speak life. Even that gets into the intention of surprise that Mm. you can have a schedule Mm -hmm. set up a certain way and then surprise this happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and so the attitude could be this really messed up my day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't you know, Jesus, that I have a plan? Mm -hmm. Um, Because even think about Jesus when he was going to Jairus's house Mm -hmm. and surprise. Oh, that messed up. Here comes the woman (laughs) with the issue of blood. So now instead of a sick daughter, we got a dead daughter. Mm Mm-hmm. And yet God had seen, had foreseen this whole thing. So instead of just a healing, there's a resurrection. I mean, hello, Mm -hmm. today, are you ready? I mean, you might think, well, I just want a healing or I just want to be done with this. I don't want to feel creepy anymore. But are you ready for what might he be building inside of you? What, not that he's making it be prolonged mm-hmm. or that he brought the surprise. Like he didn't make the woman have an issue with blood no. so that she could interrupt Jesus so that there could be a resurrection and a healing. Right. But he sees ahead of time. And I think this is where, honestly, when we become one with the spirit or even practicing, purposing to be one with the spirit, purposing to be alert to sensings inside. I think we can prepare ourselves daily, even in, in some of where, um, Pastor Gavin and I were having the discussion about cultivating good ground. Mm. I think your perspective on praying in the spirit and getting a higher viewpoint, mm-hmm. a viewpoint of authority can cause us to, to really be open to something really magnificent. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. Well, I kind of do because you're human and I'm human mm-hmm. and Heather's human. <laughs> there are times that I'm in a situation and I just want out. Mm-hmm. I, I just want it over. 
I don't, I'm not thinking spiritually. I'm not thinking, oh, what could you do, God? Emotionally, I might get captivated, caught, almost like trapped with my emotions. And I'm tired, maybe, maybe mentally tired or just Mm -hmm. overwhelmed. And I just, I want it done. I've literally said that before to God. I want this done. Yeah. I'm, I'm finished. I'm done with this. I don't have any more energy, but see, I'm speaking from my perspective. Mm -hmm. I'm not speaking from this, this powerful place. And let's do another, another scripture. Okay. Philippians 2.13. Again, the passion translation. God will continually revitalize you, implanting within you the passion to do what pleases him. And it's not, you know, this is the thing that I always speak about with pleasing God. It's not always like, okay, make God happy that I'm a good girl, that I'm a good Christian, that I'm well-behaved. But pleasing him can often mean, and from the original language, satisfying the covenantal connection. Mm. Mm. You know, if I think crazy and I just say, God, I want out, I don't want to be in this situation anymore, rather than letting him revitalize me, letting him energize me, Mm. letting him implant within me a passion for truth. Mm -hmm. See, it's not just a passion regarding the situation. Mm -hmm. It's a passion. Okay, I want truth to manifest here. For me, when I'm in creepy places, I can say, this is a perfect garden, Jesus, for you to do something. (laughs) Because quite frankly, I don't like this. Mm -hmm. But then how open am I to, okay, then I'm going to have to first change your mind, Kathy. You're going to have to let me change your thinking patterns. Mm-hmm. Pastor Barry used to always say it's like with photography, changing the dots. Oh, the pixels and the little yeah. pixels and mm-hmm. stuff, changing the dots of a them. picture. Mm-hmm. And sometimes for me, I mean, at my age, I got some pretty carved in pictures mm-hmm. in my thought processes, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but to let God. So mm-hmm. what do you think about that scripture? Because, mm-hmm. you know, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, mm-hmm. but this translation he continually revitalizes us. Mm-hmm. That's the power of spiritual life. It is. And I think I think that's a really key point because I think if we get in situations where we've all been in like, please, Jesus, just end this whole thing. Yeah. I know I've been in that. You know, it's like, oh my gosh. And there's a, it's a big deal because we can let ourselves stay in those thoughts. Yeah. And if we let ourselves get caught up in, I just want this to be over, we don't know when it's going to be over. Oh, yeah. A lot of times. But those kind of attitudes and outlooks and perspectives keep you down. So they Mm -hmm. keep you in that situation. Whereas what that scripture is saying, allow him to revitalize you. So if we go to him and say, you know, um, you know, get real with God. This thing is still going on, but I'm trusting you. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, we can pray in the spirit, whatever we can ask God, just, just let me, where can I go in the scriptures? Where can I go? How can I get with you, God? Maybe I need to do some worship, whatever it is. I need you to revitalize me. Mm-hmm. And the only way we get revitalized, well, I'm not going to say the only way, but we need to do what he is leading us to do. Right. And I almost said the only way, and this is why I said it's not the only way, because I was like, oh, we have to get with God. One of the primary ways I get revitalized is watching something absolutely hysterical on TV. There you go. And that a lot of times, if I watch Mm -hmm. The Office, which I love The Office, or back in the day it was Seinfeld. (laughs) But I mean, (laughs) don't think we're crazy. If I actually we are, but it's it it just absolutely makes me laugh hysterically. And 
sometimes that's what you need because joy is from God. Right. right. And, and so it does a reset. It's a reset. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes just something like that revitalizes me. But there's there's a big power in, in getting in this situation. I know we've all been there. It's like, oh, I'm so tired of this. And you can get really draggy. But are, do we allow ourselves to stay there? Or do mm-hmm. are we seeking him and saying, okay, I, I need you to revitalize me for this day? Right. I mean, I know, I know um, you know, I was going through a series where I had um, irritable bowel syndrome. Mm-hmm. And is, if you've ever had it, it is it is not fun. And I would literally get out of bed and I'd sit on the edge of my bed and I was like, okay, God, I can do this today. Right. I can do this today by the right. power of your spirit because I was... That was a tough time for you. Yeah. And the healing was... Ma- I was standing, right. but it hadn't completely manifested at that point in time. And so I would literally go, I can do this. I can do this today. And I did. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. we're walking through situations literally a step at a time. Yeah. A day at a time. Yeah. Until we see everything manifest. I was thinking about that. You said a day at a time. I was thinking driving in how there are times that we approach faith and we're thinking, we're thinking, okay, my faith needs to like make this change now. And Mm -hmm. we forget that oftentimes if we will allow faith to be a part of our life, not just the place we go when we need to get out of a situation. Okay, now I'm going to release my faith. We should be no condemnation. I always say that at the school, no condemnation, but we should be allowing God to teach us how to take literally the position to trust him breath to breath Mm. to breath. And I was thinking about that driving in that really and truly the spirit of faith, that's what the spirit of faith is. That's really mm-hmm. what the spirit of faith yeah. is. It's a momentary catching your breath, each breath saying, okay, you're with me, God. I, I was in a situation as well years ago. And um, you all know that I always give my spiritual dad props. And Pastor Bear, I remember he asked me a question that actually lives in my Hall of Fame statements mm. um, with respect to living with the spirit of faith. You know, you can live with the principle of faith or the doctrine of faith. It doesn't mean you're being possessed by the spirit of faith. Mm-hmm. Only the Holy Spirit himself can cause you to be possessed by the spirit of faith through the living word. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Pastor Barry says to me, we're sitting and I was, you know, not belly aching, but just saying, okay, this is, this is where I'm at. And he said, what if this never changes? What mm-hmm. if that person's perspective never is like yours? And it, it kind of shocked me. Mm. I won't say that it, it made me disgruntled or scared me. I just took a deep breath when he said that. And I thought, I'm not accountable for anybody else's mm. way that they handle life or even whether or how they handle me. I am responsible for how I respond within myself, even with myself, because you know, if someone's mistreating us or someone is behaving in a way that really disquiets us, dis- disrupts our life, how are we handling it? Because many times we were joking before we started, or maybe we said it in the, the chat that there's a lot of, emo- yeah, we said in the oh, chat, yeah. all the emotions and then my emotional response to other people's emotions, <laughs> these things make atmospheres. Mm-hmm. I mean, Atmospheres don't just arrive in a room. People build atmospheres. Mm -hmm. 
Again, no condemnation. And I'm pointing some fingers back at me. But I am learning more and more and more, especially through this pandemic thing. Okay, how am I handling it? Even to have a casual attitude that says, well, I'm okay. It's not a big deal for me. Well, what about people that it is a big deal? Do I care enough to have a perspective that lifts up into, Mm -hmm. so what is my part in the midst of all this Mm -hmm. to release good atmosphere onto the planet, to care, to pray, to share? Mm -hmm. I mean, even having discussions like this, where our hope is that having honest discussions through the School of Word and Worship is that it would help you to not just live the word in a box, to not just be a good church person, but to realize God's built you to this point in your life to benefit you. He knew this was going to happen on our planet. Mm -hmm. So many of us that have known God and his word for years, we're built for more than a lousy attitude. Mm -hmm. We're built for more than a fearful perspective. We're built for more than just taking care of our one little church. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what's, what's the thing with, um, it's come up twice now in my mind when we've mentioned attitude uh, uh, with, with the airplane. The, oh, yeah, yeah. What's the thing with that? The okay. altitude determ- attitude the determines attitude. the altitude. Yeah. The, the attitude of an airplane. Chuck Hyde taught me this. The attitude of an airplane is the angle at which the nose of the airplane is facing toward the horizon. Okay. And so if if the um if you're bringing the plane up, the altitude is lifting. Mm-hmm. And so it's got a different attitude toward the the horizon. Mm-hmm. And that that literally plays into the faith thing because yeah. the spirit of faith himself gives us a proper angle. Yeah. You were kind of alluding to this in, in, you know, mm-hmm. flying, mm-hmm. um, hang gliding. Mm-hmm. There's an, a way that you would look at the horizon. What's on your horizon in your life? I mean, what's on your horizon mm-hmm. in your life? What is your attitude in looking at it? Do you have, um, the nose of your attitude, your plane? hang you know pointing at the ground because mm-hmm. you may crash we don't know when this pandemic's going to be over you know we have we have sights set on yes there's going to be well first of all there's supernatural recovery and healing and health and wholeness mm-hmm. but naturally speaking there will be um you know uh the shot whatever the thing is vaccine vaccine <laughs> but we don't know when that's going to come about we don't know when they'll deem it safe for human consumption on a broad scale. So what is our attitude? Again, no condemnation. We don't share things like this to make anybody, because I have to deal with my attitude at least a couple times a day, if not multiplied <laughs> couples of times, because things come up. Yeah. And, you know, you have initial responses. Some of us have been raised in families or maybe raised in church with certain responses. And so that's that attitude thing mm-hmm. that, you know, you have to lift your sights. The mm-hmm. plane, you know, the pilot's going to have to lift it in order to rise rather yeah. than do a nosedive and crash into the planet. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah. What was your next scripture? Next scripture, Romans eight twenty eight. Okay. Take a deep breath. Seriously, take a deep breath and hear this maybe differently than you've ever heard Romans eight twenty eight before. And this is the Passion Translation. 
So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. For we are his lovers who are, who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. I love this because I think sometimes we think this will wreck my life, this detail, or this will wreck my testimony, or there's no way that I can survive this, or no way that I'll be successful having made this mistake, or or whatever. Or I could never be successful because this is my lot in life, this is where I was born, in this class of society. Or what it can be any number, whatever your statements in your head that you tell yourself. Mm-hmm. And yet God has a purpose for each one of us that's nothing but good. Yeah. It's nothing but good. Mm-hmm. So he can take the creepiest of details and weave them into quite the testimony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even just now when you were sharing, when you were dealing with IBS, mm-hmm. and I think it's incredibly vulnerable and practical that you shared how you would start your morning. Mm-hmm. That you would literally set Mm -hmm. your attitude. Mm -hmm. I will be able to handle this day. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, with that, with that infirmity, often people are housebound. Yes, absolutely. With, Mm -hmm. with that. In fact, I know of a person who was, Mm -hmm. and it went down, 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 down. Mm -hmm. And yet Heather says she chose. And I remember it was, that was such a difficult time Mm -hmm. for you. Oh, yeah. But she, she shared what she did. And I think it's important that, that will play through to whatever situation you're dealing with. If when you start your day, you approach God face to face. And it's really a form of prayer to call out for when we make mm-hmm. our faith confession, we're putting something out there that he's the one that ignites it. Mm-hmm. He's the one that in that other scripture revitalized her each morning. Right, right. That's mm-hmm. so powerful to mm-hmm. me to and I think that's key to put the scriptures together. Yeah, because it's it's so powerful to know I don't <coughs> I don't have to rely on my own my own self is not possible it's not able right. to at this right. point or whatever. You know, that's like when the the scripture whichever one it says when I am weak then yeah. he is strong. Right. Um or uh, then I am strong but strong right. through him. That's the whole point is that you know in good times we make all these confessions that he's he's our strength and he's our comforter and he's this, that, and the other, which is wonderful. But it's for also those times when, when we don't have it in ourselves to actually, we, we find ourselves in a place like we can always say we're always relying on him, but we find ourselves in those crunch times that we're talking about when yeah. we really have to rely on him because it feels like there's nothing in yeah. us yeah. to be able to do it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I think with the situation, like what Heather shared with her situation, what I shared where um, my spiritual dad asked me the question, what if this person ever changes? We're not meaning to, now hers had a victorious end. Mine actually has a victorious end to a good ending. But I think sometimes we're afraid to think about, because his question actually approached me from the position of how would, how would I handle life positively? 
if the other person's perspective didn't dramatically change. Mm. And I think often we begin to accept a confession like you could have accepted in the morning. Well, my tummy's not feeling cool. So I guess this isn't going to be a good day. Mm -hmm. Or I could have said, well, this person, it's been two years now and they've not changed their perspective. Mm -hmm. So I guess this is just the way I'm going to have to live. And I think this is the power of the indwelling life. Um, the living voice, as mm-hmm. Gavin would say, the living voice. There is a voice inside of us. And sometimes I think we think that voice has to sound like it's thundering voice coming from God. When at times that voice inside may be a scripture that rises up. It may be just the inclination to sit on the edge of my bed and declare, mm-hmm. literally name the day a good day. Mm-hmm. I think these are powerful, Mm -hmm. powerful things that God gives us. You see, sometimes I think we make light of the simplistic approach to life. God really Mm -hmm. didn't make it difficult. Mm -mm. He really didn't. In fact, he made it so simple that it's just look his direction and he'll captivate your sights. I I just went back to J. Iris and a horrible situation. Yeah, right. And yet God immediately, Jesus immediately went. Yes. And, and he said, don't be afraid. Only believe. Uh-huh. In other words, keep your sights on me. Uh-huh. Keep your sights on me. And right. which is really what that meant because that was a formidable situation. Very formidable. And yet he said, keep your sights on me. Keep your sights on me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't lose sight. It's so wild because, you know, even this aspect, I thought when, um, when you were talking about that situation, because one of the situations for our family that, um, was, you know, earth shaking Mm. for us was Eli's diagnosis. My grandson was diagnosed with leukemia, but you know, it's so wild because God is weaving. Even now we were, we were at the beach, um, just a few weeks ago with the family and Eli says to me, and, and this is where even in the midst of what that precious young man dealt with for years, he has some bright spots that he's remembering. And he said, Mimi, remember when you brought the radio control car to me at the hospital? Mm-hmm. Now, this particular bout, he was in the hospital for over a month. Mm-hmm. But he has this memory that he he pulled up. Now, who's causing him to pull up these spots because when he's older, God will speak to him, cause him to know, I was there with you all along, Eli. Mm -hmm. I was there with you all along. So we're encouraging you today to to take take this understanding that God is never caught off guard with anything that happens to you. He had our family prepared for that. We had the blessing that we had been raised in a faith environment. We had a spiritual father that literally was possessed with the spirit of faith and had brought up the grandfathers, you know, the the father, everything. Mm-hmm. The situation was seeded for success, yeah. but it was horrendous to walk through. Mm-hmm. And so as we bring this to a close, what thought would you want to like drop with the people just even with this, the intention of surprise, because God, from God's perspective, even in the creepy situation, his intention is to surprise us yeah. with life. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I like that because I, I actually like the phrase you just used, seated for success. Mm. There was like something I just went, grabbed on hold mm. of that because the intent, the intention of surprise or God's intention of surprise, yeah. that's the whole thing. We yeah. have been seated for success. Yes. yes, We have been seated for success. And so um, that's why that quote was so powerful of, you know, someone yeah. else has taken your situation that you're complaining about and and one right. with it yeah. because we have been suited for success. And so when uh, in, in the intention um, of surprise, God's right. intent of surprise, there's always things that he has in it good. for us that mm-hmm. are good. Yes. And he doesn't bring the yuck, no. but he will always cause us to see the good. He will always have something in it for us. Right. Um, and the joy of the victory coming out on the other side is something that will never be taken away. Right. Never, ever, right. ever, ever be taken away. And so, um, you know, I, I, I would just say, I love that phrase seated for success because no matter what comes our way, we are seated for success. Yeah. And when I find myself in situations, I go, you know, I always go back. How did Jesus handle situations? Yeah. I always go back yeah. to that. And I'm like, I haven't been spit in my face. I haven't been, you know, right. drug and beaten and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I can do this. Right. You know, God's got this. And as long as I'm following him step by step through this, I'm, I can't not win yeah. in the end. Yeah. And so, and win along the way. So I don't know that, I guess that would be my final thoughts. I like that. Okay, so thank you so much for being with us. Um, we'll leave you with that thought from Heather that she picked up on because it sparked for her. So I believe it's God wanting to mm-hmm. leave with you. You're seated for success. Mm-hmm. And if you've popped in with us and you don't really know God yet, but you've listened to our whole chat, I just want to encourage you. He just seated you. Yeah. He just seated you. He just brought you some encouragement. If you feel like you're drowning, just call out, just mm-hmm. call out. God, I think is there in, in a more vast way than you would realize. So those of you that are a part of us in the school of word and worship, we love you. We miss you. Um, hopefully we'll be back together soon. And so I hope you've enjoyed the chat. Take it to the bank. We love you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. <laughs>